What up? We got some new tools on the day to play. It is July 6th, 2020. I have a dark red starburst. It's giving me a lisp.
burp on mic. Looks like somebody in Canada really wants to join, really thinking about it. time coming to a jam yes yes i uh i saw the app i think i saw something about it on reddit and uh here i am well congratulations you made the first big step oh thank you it's uh <laughs> good to be here in the 12-step program <laughs> yeah uh where are you at or if you care to share um i'm in montecino washington whoa okay it's pretty much. North. It's a suburb of um, of like Seattle. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Okay. What's your uh, experience with improv, Danny? Uh, I did it in college. Did it in high school. Um, always really enjoyed it. I became a musician, but it was always like something else that was a huge part of my life up until leaving college, I guess. Cool. Yeah. How about you? Hey. I've uh, been doing it for the past uh, maybe four years. Uh, just oh, okay. Been a part of a troupe that performs now for a year. Uh, yeah, and I I love it. So yeah, I'm the guy who made Oozbear. Oh well, thank you so much. It's a really interesting yeah. application. Can't wait to try it out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, you want me? Uh, I can show you some of the little tricks. All right, let's we do, can it. do on it. Um. I'm the host, so I have a bunch of buttons that you may not have, but of course I can get a suggestion. Uh, I just oh, got there we go. One for, called Rope. And then, do you see the chat box? Yes, I do. There are a bunch of uh, action uh, text codes 
that you can either click on or type in. Um, if you scroll horizontally, like you can oh, yeah. type in time dash five and you'll start a timer. There you go. You're, you're finding them. Oh, yeah. Um, I just recently added a name generator. So that's going to be fun to play with today. Oh, I like Sasha, that. The ashamed expert strath off. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of different little tools down in there. Very interesting. Uh, I have the ability as the host to like play sound effects. So you might hear some clapping right now. Um, I don't believe I hear that. I'll try. You did not. I heard my own clapping. I think just now. <laughs> okay. Hey, did you hear a service bell? Oh, I just did now. Yes. Okay. I have a bunch of little sound effects that I can play. Uh, I can Very also cool. start uh, a poll if we were in the middle of a scene and we needed to vote on something. You see a little poll option up opened up. Yes, I just voted. Nice. Blue's going to win. I got a lot riding on blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we can do other things. I can I could share a YouTube video with everybody that's muted, and we all could all watch it together and dub over it. I can pull up like random Wikipedia articles for people or for all of us to view, and then do a scene on that. Very cool. I cannot uh, predict I can, that. <laughs> Yeah, I can open up like a little canvas and we can all draw on it and you click send and it sends your little doodle and then you can draw on top of it. Oh, hey, yeah. Steve's getting in there. Steve. Yes, hello. Hello, Steve, we got a We got a newcomer. Oh, excellent. I, I'm Deedle's Danny. Is there too? What's that? Is Deedles here? She joined. I am here. Can you hear me? Oh, hey. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hello. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, Ebon, I wanted to update you. Um, okay. I ran an improv event about two weeks ago online, and what? it went really well. Yeah. I, on, uh, on here? Yeah. Uh, not on here. Uh, in oh, Zoom. okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm part. I'm a burner, and we did like an online burn. And we uh, played, I did an improv as 101 session. But the real hit of the weekend was I did battle decks or um, PowerPoint karaoke on, uh, on the Zoom. And it went, it was a smash. So nice. uh, thanks for all the inspiration. <laughs> That's fun. I was just showing, I was about to show uh, Danny that feature. I was just showing him the doodles. Um, and I can uh, also start a image random image generator might take a second to load here first time doing it yeah there we go Funny. Uh -oh. um hmm. yeah oh so if we were playing a game where uh, you're giving a presentation and you need slides uh, you would give a presentation on a subject but you wouldn't know which slides are coming up next that was a lot of fun i believe that's oh, what very you, cool. you're describing Correct? There you did? Maybe muted yourself. 
I'm not familiar with battle decks. Well, that's what we call that's PowerPoint karaoke, just under another name. Um, so it's the same thing. Blind what PowerPoint. is PowerPoint karaoke? Well, it's the I'm same thing. With... It's like when there's the slide, the images, and you give like a presentation, and you're like next oh, slide. That cool. So, yeah, hey, I grew what up. What is a presentation? Anything you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I would just call for suggestions, and I'm like, take whatever you want and run with it, and it was it was funny. Wow. So, yeah, I, I, it was a very successful event. I even I hosted it twice because it went so well. I just did it twice. It was great. Nice. Mesh, are you there? Uh, yep. Wow. We got a squad today. Who, who right. else here? I think I think like. Not everybody is showing up in the players thing for me. I don't know because I oh I haven't I, I haven't Beatles added them yet. Oh uh, okay. Let me see. No, I'll I... get everybody down there. I just removed Steve because he was making me mad. Yeah. And then I'm gonna add everybody else. And Deedles. That's everybody who's here. We got five so far. PowerPoint Maybe, karaoke oh, right. and, and battle decks have their own Wikipedia page, which is not something I've seen that often for an improv activity. There's is there a difference? There's a whole competitions um, that people like partake in with battle decks. That's how I know about it. Um, I've only ever watched it until recently, so. Yeah, maybe that's why. Oh. Hmm. It's underground, Steve. <laughs> it's not going to be a lot of info on it yet. <laughs> High stakes. Battle battle decks. Battle decks. It's Two like teams the, uh, enter. Yeah. One team leave. <laughs> All right, you guys want to want to play some warm up games? Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Okay. All right. Um, I've recently added uh, a nickname generator. I don't know if we could warm up with that. Um, but let's do let's do some Rojo Globo off the bat. So if you guys are unfamiliar with or need a reminder, I will give us an order of people. Oh, wow. Brandon. So we got me, Brandon, Mesh, Steve, Danny, and the Deedles. Everybody see the order in the voting? Yes. Top to bottom? Yeah. All right, so the basic idea of Rojo Globo is to try and uh, stretch the way you describe things. So I will say what is seemingly a mundane sentence, and it'll be like, my glasses have a brown edge. And then the next person will have to try and convey the same meaning of the sentence with using completely different descriptive words and nouns. 
you can use the same pronouns. So it'll, they would say something like, my optical lenses have a dark burgundy crease. Does that make sense? Yes. Trying yep. to be as similar to the person. All right. Brandon, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear cool. we're playing Rojo, Rojo Globo? Oh, very fun, very fun. I'm in this. You are. Can you see the order in the poll? It looks like I'm second. You are second. Are you ready to play right now? I'm so ready. All right. The sentence is, my feet smell like dairy products. Uh, my toe platform's aroma reeks of milk. My lower appendages uh, remind my nostrils of <laughs> bovine liquid. <laughs> the nubs at the end of my legs are saturated with cow mucus. <laughs> The or the part of my body I use to connect to the ground <laughs> is discreting the aroma of dairy uh, s- s- secretion. <laughs> Finish it off, Deedles. Uh, my bipedal platforms um, are lactose scented. Wow, that was wow, that was the best one. Lactose scented. Nice. All right, Brendan, you give us a, a simple sentence. Uh, you got it. My cornfields are dry. My Maze farm uh. lacks <laughs> moisture. <laughs> My uh. the opposite of peas uh, <laughs> area is arid. <laughs> My cordoned off produce space is uh, is uh, dehydrated. My, cro- my crops are fucking dust. <laughs> uh, my yellow teeth fruit is, are parched. <laughs> All right, la- last one. Mesh, give us a simple sentence. I don't know if I'm dreaming or if this is virtual reality. My mind has not recognized whether I'm engaged in REM sleep (laughs) or whether it is a synthetic video game world. (laughs) Is what I see before me reality or has my mind been uploaded? Nice. 
put that on mute. Um, I am not aware if I'm in the clouds or looking through this electronic mask. <laughs> are my are my visuals represented by brain connections or ones and zeros? Mm. Yo, mm. is my circadian rhythm tripping or am I in a Black Mirror episode? <laughs> uh. Nice. All right. I want to do some rapping. That's all oh, I yeah. wanted to do all weekend. Because Christmas uh, is coming up. <laughs> yeah. All the little kids need a present. Um, so uh, the way we do, uh, we do a game called Rap Intro. Um, I will start, I will get a suggestion, and that's the, we'll only get one suggestion, and then we'll just keep going in a circle. We'll try and go around three times. So, for example, I will get the suggestion of powerless sympathy. <laughs> so, I will start out as DJ powerless sympathy, and I will rap for one to two lines, a little little bit of the background about me, uh, try and reference it to what your name is about, if you can. And don't worry about... Just try to rhyme. If you don't, we don't care. Uh, the effort is what's funny. And then when you're, when you're out of rhymes, your next thing is you have to make up the rapper name of the next person in line. So if I was rapping as DJ Powerless Sympathy, then I'd say, but before I go, I'm going to pass it off to DJ Yellow Toothbrush. And then DJ Yellow Toothbrush would be Brendan, and he would do the same thing. Does that make sense, Danny and Deedles? Yep. All right. I'm going to get a new one because I have so many ideas. I've already wasted all my ideas about powerless. powerless. <laughs> so I will be DJ Courteous Visual. Yoked uh, up. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, <clears throat> Yo, um, I'm sorry to say that you're, if you're, I don't want to be impolite. But if the visuals are wrong, it might be too bright. I was thinking about maybe using a different brush, but as you can see, my uh, outlook is on the hush. Before I go on, I gotta pass it to my man in the back, DJ Buckle My Shoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it is. Mm. The saying goes, it says, one, two, buckle my shoe, but I just bought Velcro, bro. Too much to show. I'm going to lace up my shoes one foot at a time. I hear the strap go, and I know I'm right. I'm going to pass it off to DJ Adidas. Yo, it's me, DJ Adidas. I'm a multinational brand, and I make people cover their fetus <laughs> uh, uh, I'm represented by three stripes, but that's, uh, but uh, it's going to take more than that to, uh, make, make these, uh, yeah. uh 
if you come up and make 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 these you can't uh so yeah so so if you're if you're wearing this three stripes then that's cool but you're not gonna be cooler than my friend DJ Drool. Yo, this is DJ Drool. I got a mouthful of spit. Don't get in my face, or I'll give you some shit. And if you wanna start talking to me, I'm gonna make you drink some of my pee. Cause I'm down with all bullshit that come out of me. But I'm not gonna charge you or pay you a fee. But I wanna introduce another DJ. The DJ's name is Doctor Payday. Hey, 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 it's Dr. Payday, making that money, frickin' A Tuesday, everybody go around, my favorite day is Monday, but everybody say, Dr. PJ, your day is Tuesday, everybody knows I'm around the the cracker, but no one ever knows I hold the crackle up. Everybody knows that I'm holding on to my last DJ. It's my own son, DJ Pamela Love. Come on up and tell me what you really feel, Pamela Love. Yo, my dad is whack, giving me crazy-ass names, but my new name is DJ in the game. You'll never be the same after hearing my blame of my father's in ridiculous naming game. Uh, I'm out here on the streets, kicking fat beats, and now I'm going to pass it to DJ Silk Sheets. Yeah. Yo, I'm feeling smooth, and I want to go to sleep, but I got uh, one more thing before I count to sheep. I want to take a... Uh, shower, oh, oh, shit, that's not a shower, that's just me in a blanket. Before I take one more stride, I gotta give it up to GJ Low 5. Mmm, I don't go for the high grounds, I always stay for the low. You can call me Anakin Skywalker, we can go toe-to-toe with our lightsabers, cause you looking like Obi-Wan, fool. I'ma slice you in two, cause I'm Lord of the Rule of Two. Passing it to ah! DJ Blue. Hey, I'm DJ Blue. That's what they call me. It's not because I'm sad. It's because I'm uh, appalling. <laughs> I have so many colors uh, inside my mind. But they, they labeled me with the label of blue. But that's fine. <laughs> I guess it doesn't make me that sad. Not really. <laughs> but 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 uh what? you can explore the full range of emotions with my friend DJ Gilly. Yo, DJ Gilly about to get silly. I'm gonna get all up in your feelings and we're gonna get all touchy touchy. Oh, but not in that way. Don't be so gross and i'm gonna give you a toast to you for following distancing guidelines and i'm not gonna leave any of you on the sidelines and now i am ready to introduce it's another dj by the name of proust my name is Bruce, and I'm here to say I don't really care about what you name. I am my own man today, and I will go all okay. Everybody knows that I'm the man. Everybody knows I'm the pretzel man. Everybody knows I'm a stencil man. So now let me tell you my only DJ. Everybody knows DJ Pencil Crazy. <laughs> Well, my name is DJ Pencil Crazy, and I got all the lead. 
I, you try to make me use those pens instead, but I'm going to say no because I'm here for number two. My favorite strand is Ticonderoga. Without erasers, I don't mind as long as I can play uh, with what I find. I'm talking about pencils, son. I'm not talking about things. <laughs> <laughs> Undone. Uh, we did it. I write up a letter Pencil. and then I won. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Was, that, was that three times around? I can't remember. That was two. That was two. Oh, send it. Send it to me, Deedles. I need it. I need the heat. Yeah. 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 Deedles. Oh man. <laughs> Did we lose your doodles? I got that Ticonderoga heat. Man. <laughs> she got Danny, give me a name. Give me a DJ name. DJ Mad Ostentatious. Hit it up. <laughs> oh. Some people think that I'm going to be over the top, but that's when I take a look around the block. Before I blow my steam, I don't get it twisted. I look to the side and I get double fisted. And I, <laughs> I throw my elbows in the air and I run up in your face and I'll say something too big and like that your mom thinks you're a disgrace. And before I pass it down to DJ Rough Bumpkiss, I gotta say, man, this is something. <laughs> Don't come around my house making all that ruckus because you know when you're in the boat of DJ Rough Bumpkiss. I'll say <laughs> one thing and that's to your face. I think I agree with him. Your mom knows you're a disgrace. She had birthed you once, but she wished she didn't because you are worse than Harry Potter at Quidditch, you little snitch bitch. Oh, boy, we're passing it down to DJ Severus Snape because he's in town. <laughs> Yo, I'm DJ Severus Snape. I'm the professor of the dark arts. I'm going <laughs> to take my message and drive it straight into your hearts. Yeah. There's more to, more to magic than casting and spells. It's all about what you have inside. And that's what I'm here to tell. But <laughs> there's a lot going on in the wizarding world. You muggles don't understand. It's... There's... Danger yeah. at every corner. So let's get give a round of applause to DJ De, Deformer. This is DJ Deformer, and I'm a transformer. I will change it on up like a pickup truck. And when I go outside and I drive around... Uh, you, you will recognize that I can't be found because I'm in a disguise because I'm always hide away from your eyes and you can't see me at all whether I'm short or tall and now I want to introduce another DJ it's going to be a, one of my friends today their name is Uncle and they're totally bad 
I didn't quite hear what he had to say, but my name's Uncle Platt, and I am quite bad. Everybody knows that my rhymes ain't rad. Everybody knows I got no synth pad. I just stammer here with everyone's beat. Everybody knows I'm the man on the street. Everybody knows I don't call it by feet. I call it things you put between yourself and the ground. Now I'm putting it off to DJ uh, Topsy Turvy come around. <laughs> Yo, I'm top DJ Top Security, come around, and I walk the rounds of this mall in town. I don't carry a gun, I just carry a phone, and I'm gonna call your parents to send you home. Uh, don't be acting up in the Spencer's gifts, or I will have to take you home and give you a lift. But now I'm gonna end this uh, rhyming scheme with my best friend DJ Wet Dream. <laughs> DJ Wet Dream, uh, I gotta go clean up my bed, but this rap has been over my head. End of rap. Man, we picked up some beatboxers by the end there. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry that my mic goes out sometimes. I have no control oh. over that. Yeah. Hey, that's I fun. gave you a whole intro and everything. And uh, then you're all, oh, Dean! I'm like... Oh, no. Who was I? No. What did you give me? If, it, if you also gave me DJ Mad Ostentatious, that would have just been... That's that would have been next a level. Novel-worthy. <laughs> novel-worthy. I believe you've cut out again. <laughs> Dean. Oh, oh, no, Dean. Story of my life. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. I'm like a bad All television. Right. I'm in and yeah. out of this bit. <laughs> <laughs> what? You doing a Rodney Dangerfield bit? No. <laughs> no, I don't get no relief. Uh, I'm like a bad television in here. <laughs> All right. In and out. <laughs> What else do we want to play to warm up? You guys have any uh, you would like to get in? What about uh, last week we played a Conducted Story? Oh, that was a fun mm. warm up. Um, so I'm going to test with each of you guys. Uh, Danny, let me know if your screen changes. Is your screen all stars, Danny? Not quite. Should it be like the whole app? Do you see? Oh, you removed it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, now I now I see it. Yeah, it has changed okay. now. Okay, and Deedles. Oh. You see it? I do. I do. I do. Okay. Uh, Steve, what about you? Yeah, I see it. And Mesh. Uh, yep. I gotta add All Brendan now. Ah, I'm gonna do something. in there. Okay, Brendan. No. All right. So what's gonna happen is you are only allowed to talk if you have the spotlight. And what I'm gonna do is we're gonna tell uh, one unified story as a group. And I'm just gonna get one suggestion. And the first person that I put the spotlight on will say once upon a time and then they will start telling the story uh, try and introduce a character off the start like once upon a time 
uh, give them a name and where they live, and then go from there. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. All right. Our suggestion is... Oh, shoot. What about uh, dishonest inside or active computer or line? Any of those are all fair game. And I will click on the first person. I give us a 10 second countdown. Ready. And we're off. Oh, little Timmy Hodgeway was the lead in the school play, but his tummy was not feeling very good. So he went up to Tina Kerpus and he said, Tina, uh, I'm feeling a bit of indigestion. Uh, do you have any cums? Do you have any buttermilk? Uh, a kind word? Uh, I, and uh, Tina reached into her purse and picked out the first thing she could find. It was a satchel of buttermilk. See, Tina lived on a farmstead, and her father owned 16 dairy cows. And she, in her mind, thought this was the opportune moment. To tell you that this story wasn't really about old Timmy. Oh, no. No, it's about Tina. Because here, we like to talk about the real winners. We like to talk about... Those who carry around buttermilk in their purse. I mean, these are... Not all heroes wear capes. And not all heroes carry buttermilk. But alas, this is <laughs> Tina's lot in life. Uh, um, as she travels the land, uh, helping those with uh, digestive issues, uh, as long as they're not lacking. <laughs> she turned to Timmy and said, well, Timmy, maybe you wouldn't have indigestion if you were a worse actor. And uh, so maybe you should, you know, uh, punch yourself in the face and be a bad actor and and uh, maybe give up because after all I am known as the buttermilk critic I save lives but I crush dreams that's what I'm known as on these streets Timmy so why don't you go back on to your little dressing and go tell yourself I don't have buttermilk uh, crescent dreams like Tina does no I bet if SWAT people were to break into my house I could slobber uh, you wouldn't sl have the idea to slather butter all over the floor to make them fall all over before they can get to you that's the kind of idea Tina would have and that's why Timmy and that's why Timmy never could understand Tina he doesn't even know why he asked for her for help it seems like every time he asks any her anything it has always goes back to dairy products and that's why no one likes Tina, because she just had to move into uh, a town full of people who are lactose intolerant. So, Scene. Let's get a new suggestion, and we'll, we'll try that again. Um, I'll just get a random suggestion instead of being confusing. Okay, the suggestion is just monthly. Give us a 10-second countdown so we all have a second to think. And who will get to start? And it won't be Deedles. 
Uh, <laughs> boom. Once upon a time, there was a man named Electronic Gaming, and he decided to make the magazine <laughs> Electronic Gaming Monthly. It was quite the magazine with quite the... Quite the array of topics, mostly dealing with electronic gaming, but there were other things in there, too. You know, enough to cover... The Zodiac Killer, because this was Electronic Gaming's <laughs> real passion in life, to figure out crimes in every issue of Electric Gaming Monthly. They printed in full uh, all of the Zodiac Killer's crazy ramblings and secret codes, because they felt that gamers would be super interested in learning about this, uh, this killer uh, uh, both to uh, model their lives after and uh, possibly uh, write up a new game. This game would be, in fact, called Pisces. See, <laughs> Electronic Gaming was smart. He didn't want to be in your face about electronic development. He wanted to be a code breaker. He, he had so many bigger ideas that went far beyond gaming. In fact, the ultimate game was... in convincing people that they weren't playing a game at all. And this is what the Zodiac killer did uh, to the people that he killed. He just, instead of shooting them with a gun, he just convinced them that they weren't in a game. And that they were gonna die. Uh, uh, and and so many articles on uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly about this. Uh, were made to make people believe that they weren't in a game, but they really were. And in fact, every month, they would be reminded of this through... Through the, through the thoughts and ideas all leading back to Mr. Electronic Gaming, which is why it was so surprising when Mr. Electronic Gaming ended up running for the presidency, presidency last year, because we were all so... Excited to have a fresh new face in the election, but in reality, Electronic Gaming had a deep, dark secret. He'd been fooling all of his readers. In an attempt to control their minds so they would elect him to office, and so that he could further put out his propaganda. Which mostly consisted of different codes that you had input yourself in order to unlock cheat abilities in the various games that his Electronic Gaming Monthly provided to the readers. And when they entered these codes and the specific combinations, it would unlock the actual un unvarnished truth to the, the populace. And that unvarnished truth is that Electronic Gaming Monthly Man and the Zodiac Killer were completely completely fictional all along and they had all been created in their minds the, the magazine never existed at all in fact it was a collective dream that nobody could control time period and scene <laughs> <laughs> oh excellent stuff All right. Um, let's uh, let's open it up for some long form. I feel like we're all adequately warmed up. Um, what we typically do here, Danny, is uh, I'll put out uh, as many suggestions as we need, 
And then if you have any sort of life story related to any of those suggestions or just any thoughts about any of these suggestions and you just want to talk about it, uh, it's whatever. As long as you feel like talking, uh, go ahead and we'll eventually then start a scene based on uh, whatever topic we discuss or any idea that we discover and we go from there. Sounds great. Cool. So our first couple suggestions are graceful, attentive, remote. Let's get some Wikipedia in there. Juan Adrian, of course. Everybody's favorite. Uh, someone with the nickname of Chadwick the Unsightly Plant Vitinger. Hmm. Yeah, let's dig into that. And criminal story. Hmm. Hmm. What? I'm not. I'm not real big on uh, criminal cop shows. They just don't. They don't grab my attention. Oh, I'm in the same boat. They're I, all the same. Yeah. Not even The Wire. Yeah. Never seen The Wire. I've heard I should give that a chance. It is pretty good for like that yeah. genre. I'm not a fan uh, of that genre either, but it is a good show. Yeah. I guess what I mean either. is uh, TV cop shows. Mm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like they you pretty much all like cops, do you? <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I, I think cops, cops falls in that same thing. Cops and Live PD were canceled. Yep, they're no more. Mm. That's craziness. Oh. Probably because Eric didn't like them. Yeah, I sent him yeah. a letter. The Good. point. Said, you know what? The creator of Who's Bear does not like our our show. <laughs> it's time to cancel it. <laughs> Did, did have any of you guys ever sent a letter to a famous person? Yes. <laughs> I, uh, depends on can, what you mean by famous. Can we hear about it? Deedles? Oh, did you yeah. did you disappear again? The inopportune time. <laughs> oh no. Nobody else besides Deedles has sent a letter. Well, I sent one to George uh, W. Bush back in elementary school. <laughs> wow. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened. All right, I told him my dream of one day opening a chocolate factory because I just watched Willy Wonka. And, you know, letters are fairly topical. And I wrote him this, and I sent it to him, and I got one back that one of his aides obviously typed. And it was like, you will certainly open that chocolate factory because this is America, and you can do whatever you want. And I was like, wow, wow. that's very sweet. That's very cool. Uh, I also sent one to uh, Jerry Rice, and I did not get one back, and that crushed me (laughs) as a child. I gave up my dreams. I was like, you know what? The greatest wide receiver of all time can't write me back. I'm going to become an improviser. Yeah. He doesn't have the the infrastructure. Yeah. Was it the same chocolate factory story? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, hey, nice catch last night, but I'm going to tell you something. You really shouldn't (laughs) get chocolate factories. Hershey's business is booming. Um, Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, No, we can't. Oh, no. No. Hello? Hello? Hey. Yes. Hello. Hello. I keep thinking I'm going out of out of mute. Uh, my letter was to George Bush Sr., dude. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh. I know, and I'm not even a Republican. I, he was just the president, and I wrote <laughs> right. him at eight years old, and he sent me back a photo, 
of him uh, posing, uh, resting his arms on a fence, and just like a basic, like, thanks for writing me, kiddo. Yada, yada, yada. So, like, what a coincidence. We both wrote the bushes. Yes. And probably didn't even support them in our later years. That's awesome. Absolutely not. But, hey, life is crazy. (laughs) Get something back from the White House, you're happy. So, uh, Deedles, yours wasn't personalized at all, though, from what you remember? Oh, no. Deedles! My heart is crushed. I feel like George W. Bush tried to open his own chocolate factory in Iraq. (laughs) And the the chocolate was oil. (laughs) You know what? This kid's on (laughs) to something. Never stay solid in that heat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, We cut to the bedroom of little Charles Johansson, who's writing a letter to his favorite celebrity. Ah, man, do I spell it with two? Is that two P's in? Uh, Well, how many potatoes would I really need? Uh, Well, oh, shoot, I broke my pencil. I gotta go sharpen it and... Oh man, well, the sharpener's broken. It well. Charles, what are you? What are you, oh. what are you doing in there? Are you decent? I'm decent. Yeah, I got a it's broken di- pencil and a broken pencil sharpener. What? I work hours and hours every day at the chocolate factory, and here I come home, and you're just making a mess of things, ruining all our writing supplies. Big bro, what? What do you mean? You did, would you need to write something right now? No, but I want to, you know, live in a house where I feel like I have the ability to just write whenever I feel like. You know, this is this is America, and this is our house, and I want to be able to write if I Damien, want. Damien, Damien, ever since our parents died, you you always like rule over me so harshly, like. What's the deal, man? I, I sometimes I feel like reaching out to someone I don't even know for help. Not help, but like to talk mm. to. <laughs> well, good. You can you can pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, sort of by asking for help. I, a bunch I'm, a bunch of letters fall out of little Charles's shirt, and they're all addressed to different celebrities. <laughs> Oops. Oh well. Good. I'm. I'm. I'm glad you're trying something here because you're making a, making a wreck of our our house here. Well, Damien, one of them's gonna make my dream come true, and when they do, you'll be so yeah. sorry. Okay. Well, I know one thing for a fact. You know, Mr. Peanut isn't gonna be asking, answering any of your wishes because that guy doesn't exist. What is wrong with you, Damien? I have dreams. I I want to be. I want to be yeah. a. Come on! I want to move out of this chocolate yeah. city. Well, yeah, you better if if you want to uh, maybe reach Mr. Peanut. Maybe you should try writing a letter in your dreams with a dream pencil and dream stationery because that's the only way it's going to reach him. We I cut don't know to if the corporate being offices. Or not. Oh. We cut to the corporate offices of Planters, where a <laughs> uh, a correspondent opens the letter. 
from little Chucky Johansson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Hey, Carol. Carol, come come get a load of this. What's going on, Ralph? Well, uh, you know, we get a lot of terrible letters from our constituents out in the salted nut game, but uh, this, this kid's really <laughs> struggling at home in Chocolate City. Uh, he seems like a good kid. He says his brother's not really there for him, and all he wants to do is open up his own chocolate factory one day. Well, I mean, why would he write us about that? I mean, you know, well, I guess if he wants some options, you know, regular chocolate versus peanut flavored. I don't, what do we do about this letter? Should we, should we send him some peanuts? Should, or should well, we, what should we I do? Gotta, Carol, I got to say, since we just killed off Mr. Peanut in that PR stunt for the Super Bowl, oh. we need a new spokesperson. What if, what if we grab this little, little hungry kid from Chocolate City? Ooh, I like the way you think. It could be like Mr. Peanut's heir, the long-lost son king of the Peanutland Empire. That's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't think of that verbiage. I only graduated high school. Uh, you know what? Let's get in touch with this kid. Let's see if we can uh, get him on board. We fast forward to a week ahead of time where Chucky Johansson opens up his letter from Planters. Oh, gee, hey, probably I, just. Oh, what are you yeah. doing in there? Are you decent? Are you decent in there? I'm. I'm wearing a tank top. <laughs> I hear a lot of ripping and shredding going on in there. I just wanted to make sure it was all all right to come in. You can come in, yeah. I put on a tank top when I'm doing hard work. Right. Well, anyway, here's a here's a box of pencils and writing writing stuff. Okay, now don't you go messing around with it. What? You got me all this because you support my dreams? No, like I said, I'm supporting myself and my need to have you know access to writing implements constantly. As as little Charles is talking to his older brother Damien, he's been holding the the letter from Mr. Peanut and a golden ticket falls out of the envelope that he has just recently opened and falls slowly to the ground and their eyes connect. Hey, so what, uh, maybe, maybe I could, uh, take that for you there. Why, why would, I, I want that. I, that's it. Oh, I'm going to read the letter. It's, oh, this is from Mr. Peanut. Oh, what? He's, it says, it says, sorry I died. Come, come to the unsalted game, and I'll show you true fame. Oh, no. So is there, uh, you know, like a Grandpa Joe clause on that ticket where I can sort of tag along? <laughs> a second smaller unholographic ticket uh, falls to the ground quickly. That, that that ticket looks like trash. <laughs> On the ticket, it says plus one, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess we're both going. Yeah, you look here, Chucky. You are taking me to that peanut tour. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to write down all their secret recipes and sell it to the chocolate factory that I work at. What? I can't bring yeah, you if you're knowingly going to be evil, but I need a ride there. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of bound. You'd be evil or no ride. Okay, I guess we're going. And I control the radio on the drive. 
we cut to an Indiana Jones-esque montage of the Johansson brothers going on a red line from Chocolate City, Missouri, all the way to New York, where the planner's headquarters are. You hear that, Chucky? That's Jefferson Starship. Now, that's a band. <laughs> we built this city on stolen peanut recipe. Uh, While they're driving and entering New York, they see a hitchhiker on the side of the road holding his thumb out. Hey, please stop! Hey, hey. Damien. Yeah, come on! Oh, I'm stopping, I'm stopping. Hey, I just need a ride somewhere, friendo. Yeah! Hop in, we're heading to the... We're heading to New York City. Oh, heck yeah! I love the West Coast! Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, we'll take you there. Wait, wait, Heck Damien, yeah. you're you're not only evil, you're putting me a, us in harm's way. Let's get to know this guy a little bit before we take him on the highway. My name uh, is Ranchy Jerry, and I love hitchhiking wherever the road takes me. What's your guys' names? Ranchy Jerry from <laughs> the ranch. Uh. Factory uh, from uh, what's that? What's that brand called? Hidden Valley. You're the Hidden Valley guy. That's that's me. Yeah, that's me. Oh, I didn't wow. think you knew. I didn't think you guys knew. You, I didn't know you East Coasters knew about Hidden Valley. Oh man, I, we eat chef salads constantly, don't we, Damien? Hey, you're the one telling me to, to be careful here. Now you're giving all of our dietary information out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Damien. Okay, well, we don't eat chef salads all the time. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> Look, um, if you, hey, Ranchy, Ranchy Jerry, if you if you feel the need, if you help yourself to any of that uh, stationery and pencils and stuff I got back there, help yourself. Oh yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> and they drive onward, and they we we see them somehow drive past the Statue of Liberty in the, in the window, and then they stop in front of the, a large building shaped like a peanut. Whoa. This must There's be a welcoming party. Reggie, Jerry, have you ever... Uh, I meant to ask you this on the ride earlier, but it just kind of occurred to me. Uh, have you ever been any, involved in any you know, kind of uh, you know, corporate espionage there in the Hidden Valley? Like, how does that usually go down? Just they got any tips or whatnot? I'd like to plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, Ranchy Jerry plays it straight. Yeah, I like. To, Look, I like, I, I... Ranchy Jerry's been to prison twice, and oh. I don't want to make it a three timer if you if, if you catch my drift. Hey, I I can respect that. I like to keep my my dietary habits close to the chest as well. We pan over to the entrance of the Peanut Building, where uh, Carol and uh, the other guy are standing there, looking at the car that pulls up. Ah, Carol, it seems that uh, our new Mr. Peanut has arrived. Well, hold on. Is that well, Ranch well, Jerry in the... Let him walk up to the door, and then we will release our short little little people to sing songs at him uh, to test uh, his worth. Yeah, I know. We couldn't call them midgets anymore, according to the boss. But yes, uh, well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But we'll release the little people to escort them up. It's very nice. But first, is that Ranchy Jerry in the back seat? Oh, we've had problems with that Ranchy Jerry before with his, his, honest, his honesty and his 
buttermilk goodness. <laughs> I don't know if I'm watching in this. Well, Ranchy, Ranchy, before we go in there, man, I don't know if they're going to be cool with someone so obviously for a different company. We might need to give you a disguise. I can also be Caesar, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah. How, what do we what do we need to change about you for that? Uh, so you see how it says ranch? Uh, it's tattooed on my forehead right here. You see? Um, yeah. if you take me somewhere where we can kind of just scribble over that and put Caesar, oh. I think oh. it would be a really good move for the company. Ranchy, Jerry, we don't need to go anywhere because I have enough writing implements to take care of that issue. <laughs> oh, heck yeah! They take out a huge Ticonderoga pencil, and (laughs) in front of the ranch, they put a C, and it's just C.ranch, which most people know to stand for Caesar's Ranch. Yeah. Oh, I'm mistaken. He's Caesar's Jerry. My mistake. Yeah, no, I I can't believe I made that mistake either. I didn't see the C at first. All right, well, they're cool. Uh, Send the little people out. (laughs) Day. Welcome to Planters. Today's your day. Come on up, new Mr. Peanut, with your brother in this absolute nut. <laughs> oh wow, these are these are authentic uh, doo-wop guys, man. Yes, please, for All the right. sake of everything holy, do not call them midgets. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't even close to. You're the one who keeps bringing it up. I, Anyways, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, we get to. Can we go inside or what? Yeah, absolutely. We have a whole spread of uh, chef salad waiting for you. We have some stationery. Well, I mean, it looks like we don't need the stationery. About plenty of that, but we're I that. think we're ready to sign your contract. Uh, I'm guessing you're Charles. Yes, yes, I, I'm. I'm the little boy that wrote you. Uh, uh, is Mr. Peanut here? Or I know he's dead, or whatever. I'm I i do not know. <gasps> the boy doesn't know. It, he doesn't seem to. Uh, Carol, maybe this was the wrong choice. Uh, you don't realize Mr. Peanut's dead. I mean, I know his ghost lives on through all of his paintings throughout the halls, but he's gone. <laughs> well, it's just like I used to believe in him like wholeheartedly, and I had a lot riding on. Like his idea and the way he lived his life, and well, well, Charles, I just need like Charles, a role model. Well, Charles, the situation is we aren't considering you to be the Mr. Peanut, so henceforth it would be your ideas in your way of living that would uh, affect things uh, at the house what? of Peanut. What? Well, uh, while 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 Carol is talking and giving him the whole speech about becoming the next Mr. Peanut. Uh, Charles uh, looks into the eyes of, of a giant painting of Mr. Peanut and hears a, a voice in his head. Hello, Charles. It's me. Yes. Uh, hello? Mr. P? You have been chosen, Charles. You've been chosen to carry on my legacy. But Are you ready for that? Oh. All I did was write a letter. I didn't even have to pass through any sort of gauntlet. It just Wear the monocle, Charles. Wear it with pride. At that moment, Carol and the other correspondent hand a monocle to Charles. Is this? Did you guys yes, just break Charles. glasses in half? It, it still has the nose frame on it. 
Yeah, Don't question our business thought. model. It's been quite successful thus far. Um, okay. uh, and, and we, in due time, we will get you fitted for a top hat and a cane uh, to, and spat. So if you just, uh, you know, let's, let's take a walk through uh, the House of Peanut and, and get you acquainted with the grounds and uh, your, um, your duties here as Mr., the new Mr. Peanut. As, as Charles is about to put on the monocle and hat, uh, Ranchy Jerry lunges forward and grabs the hat and monocle and puts them on and screams out, Now is my time to be prime! <laughs> I have the power now! This was, I knew who you were, I internet researched you, because I've been looking to take over this peanut biz for a very long time, and now I finally have the power. Oh, we Carol, see. we've been bamboozled again by those Hidden Valley jerks. Jeez, oh. ah, I can't believe I fell for that disguise. God. We see Ranchy Jerry's arm and legs grow extremely long and slender, and he he is his his skin he doesn't turn into a peanut but he like becomes like kind of alligator brown skin and a cane appears and poofs into existence into his right hand. Has mm-hmm. anyone got some gloves or some white gloves? Anyone? <laughs> look, I I need to look the part to the fullest extent at this point if we're gonna. It, 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 I didn't realize in the contract it meant that I'm going to physically turn into Mr. Peanut. But oh, well, if we're going to really do you this... Like you, did. you know, we have a, a way of things here. You know, the contract is magical. It has powers. We were going to wait to see if the kid was vetted. But no, now you had to go put on the hat. So we're stuck but with the you. Gloves aren't, the gloves aren't magical? No, this is a, like a Pope deal. As soon as you put on the hat, you live with Mr. Peanut until you die. It is magically and lawfully binding, you fool. Oh, well, Charles. sorry, Charles. We wanted you to be the Mr. Peanut, uh, but uh, alas, uh, this uh, adult uh, that you have brought in that is riding your coattails has indeed stolen those coattails and put on the hat there, and robbed you of opportunity. There can be only one, Charles. You Wait must a minute. take back what is rightfully yours. <laughs> oh, hey! I'm gonna I... make every peanut flavor ranch. No, I can. I know. Hey, everybody! My brother, who I have learned to respect, because he has followed his dreams. Uh, the contract can be invalidated because he only has a ticket for plus one. But he brought two inside the doorway. <gasps> oh. Magically, Ranchy Jerry starts to turn back into Ranchy Jerry, and the hat falls <laughs> off his head and onto the ground. That was your chance, Charles. It is your birthright. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> such a weird day. <laughs> Charles lunges forward and puts quickly puts the hat and monocle on. And he now turns into a, an old, taller guy with slender arms, and the cane pops into his hand. Oh, oh, my body hurts. As soon as he transforms, he's transported into the soul world, like in Avengers Infinity War. And he is confronted with his parent, his true father, Mr. Peanut. Whoa, Father P? Sure. 
Charles. I conceived you from my mind many years ago. What is the reason that you are always, always, always someone who never fit in was because you were my son. What about Damien? Damien is a mere vassal. He served to make you stronger, son, and to love peanuts by turning away from chocolate. Well, there's nothing really wrong with chocolate, though, Dad. I kind of disagree no, with no, you there. No, no, son. Son. <laughs> the chocolate can only merely cover the peanut, but the peanut is always the core. Remember, son. Remember. <laughs> and then he, like, snaps Whoa. back into the real world. Whoa. Jeez. Charles. Charles, you're, you're coming back. And let me tell you, you look really decent wearing that top hat and monocle. Thanks. Damien, I, I talked to Dad. Yeah? Wow. Here. He was, was um, he a giant piece of chocolate, like in my dreams? No, but he gave me the white gloves. Oh. oh. He's holding them in his hands, and he hands the white gloves to Damien. Damien, I want you to wear them, though. Oh. Okay. We can share the responsibilities. All right, and and then Damien puts them on, and he turns into Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, damn it, Carol, we gave them the wrong gloves. Oh. <laughs> and see. <laughs> nice. nice. I was I was gonna have you turn into an M M&M, and M, but yeah, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, <that's a> <laughs> <laughs> I would have been on Target more. <laughs> oh I like Mickey Mouse too. That was a blast. Oh, nice. Um, is I anyone about, else hearing a small echo? Oh, yes, gone? I am indeed. I have about 15 yes. more minutes. Unfortunately, I'll probably have to bounce out in about 15 oh, minutes. Okay, but be quick. Yes. Uh, I don't want to rush anybody. If we get started and I have to bow out, I'll just type it in. Okay. Cool. Cool. We'll kill off your character quickly. There we go. <laughs> we'll start the scene uh, off with that. There we go. <laughs> uh, dedicated, introverted. Uh, well, that pretty much explains my improv career. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I started off as a little dedicated introvert. Oh, but we can talk about Oreo Dera Critifera. Yeah. That's a lovely. Ooh, Concha the Whirlwind Master. Man, that's a great nickname. <laughs> Sounds like an X Men mutant. Celebrasi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on a real note, it's amazing how many people that I've talked to that started at improv as very introverted people, and after a couple months of doing it, they're. N- I, don't, I don't think introverts truly change, but. They're definitely more extroverted. They, they, they can they force themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not sure if anybody else had that experience, but when I started, I could barely talk at parties. I'd be offering in the corner. But after, like, my first level one class, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can go in, hit them with a butcher bang pow, and be the hot talk of the town. <laughs> I was already an extrovert, um, but I say improv helped my conversation game a lot better. Yeah. 
and yes, really? and big conversations for sure, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. But like most of my comedy theater, total introverts. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. I agree there. That is absolutely true. I'm yep. an ambivert. I'm not. A, I'm not. Oh. I'm both. Mm-hmm. Do, do you yeah. go by the definition of introvert, where introverts like they have to recharge alone, and then extroverts they have to recharge around people? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I know. That's why I'm both, because I, if I'm on one side of the fence too long, I, I long for the other. <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. I'm just, I've been around people too long time to, you know, hermit out, you know. I was like opposite. I was like introverted when I, I I'm introverted now, but when I was in college and doing improv, I was extroverted. So who knows? Maybe this will bring it back out in me. Yeah. Is this your first time doing improv since then? Uh, I've done it on and off, like with different theater uh, people locally in Washington, but I've never actually like taken enough time to dedicate enough time to it because I'm also uh, doing music full time. So. Are you in, mm. Are you in DC or state? Uh, I'm in DC. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, wow. Really? What the heck? I, I'm in states. What am I saying right now? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm in Richmond. I was about to be like, oh snap, we might know people, but never. Oh. I'm in Virginia. No, I'm, I'm in Montesano, Montesano, Washington, which is like the middle of nowhere. Oh wow. Mm. People from all over the map here in Bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a a very meta way to start off. Mm. Conversation. It's going to be hard to do a scene about improvising. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> It'll just be bits till the end of the. Sandy, you Sandy, you gotta you gotta put yourself out there, okay? This is your first teen party, man. It's a big deal. You gotta get over yourself. I know, it's just, you know, I have, uh, I have outrageously curly hair and braces, so I, I'm nervous about my tears receiving me. Sandy, all of that stuff is, like, mega endearing, okay? Like, it's, <laughs> everyone's going to fall in love with you, I believe in you. You're just saying that because you're my aunt, okay? You know, I just... <laughs> You're you're biased, and I you know, but I will do my best to uh, socialize. Yeah, good. See, the thing about bias is that yeah, I'm biased, Sandy. I'm in your corner. But you know what? Sometimes people who are biased happen to be right. Maybe, but I I I I just do you do you have to come with me? Like you, I I just I think I'm gonna be the only one there with an adult, and it I just I just look, Sandy, I'm, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be cool. It's called being a chaperone, and young women always had them pre World War Two. Okay, so you're gonna be you're gonna be the one kicking it old school at your first teenage party. <laughs> Well, this is a back-in-time themed party, so maybe we That's can right. sell it that way. Exactly. So, so put on your uh, Back to the Future orange vest that Marty McFly would wear, and I'm putting on this uh, Doc 
Doc Brown radiation. It's a great lab coat on candy. Yeah, exactly. And the chandelier thing on my head. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, four houses down, we see a group of girls uh, already getting ready for their slumber party that they're going to have that night. Hey, Carolyn, what's up? Um, I, I think I got... Can you help me zip my the back of my dress up? Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, how's that? Uh, it's really tight, but I think that's what the boys like these days. Thanks. Oh, you look you look fabulous. You look fantastic, though. Thanks. Um, hey, do you mind if I bring my mom to the party with us? <laughs> Lacey, that's... I mean, wait... Lacey or Sandy or whatever I've been calling you lately, that's so freaking you. Yeah, of course. Thanks. She just really helps my confidence. She reminds me how curvy I am, and I just want to, I hopefully want to find a boy tonight. Oh, me too. I can't wait to get down on the line with right. the, me, the guy. Yeah. Angie. <laughs> Angie and Bethany, why aren't, why aren't you saying much? Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. Oh. Angie, you look nervous. You look nervous to me, Angie, but I'm no psychiatrist. I I took a course in it, though, so I'm pretty close. You took one psych class. That doesn't mean you're a psychiatrist. I know things about the mind that you would not even understand, okay? Well, read, read Angie right now, then. Tell us what she's feeling. She's feeling that... I took a lot of classes in psych, and I understand psych, and that she's nervous. I'm not nervous. You're literally sweating out of your elbows. That's the sign of nervousness. You've had like five bottles of Gatorade since you got here. It's because I like cool purple. Hmm. You look cool in your purple too, Angie. There's no reason to be nervous. You're beautiful. It's mega cool. Tell it. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to reiterate, I'm not nervous, but I'm bringing my uncle to the party. He's kind oh, of like a father figure for me. Angie, that's uncle... so you. Yeah, uncle Kevin? Yeah, he's also Did not you know, nervous. He's not nervous at all. He, I heard that he went on a date with my mom last week and it went really well. Are <laughs> you bringing your mom to the party? Yeah, that's what you are nervous. You weren't even listening earlier. That's what I asked everybody. He's gonna be wait, nervous now that you're. Wait a second. Your mom. Is your mom also your aunt? Oh. Oh my. Uh, oh my. Oh my God. Yeah, she plays whoa, 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 whoa. Our family structure. Oh, that's so cool. It's the same for my family structure too. That's why I was saying we have so much in common. A whole lot of dual roles. A lot. Flash forward. Four and a half hours later, it is now 7.20 p.m., and all the children with their chaperones are arriving at the uh, little Monica's house. Oh, Candy, I'm so nervous. I just, I really hope this goes okay. Hey, hey, it is going to be fine. You just make sure... To constantly keep dropping some Back to the Future references, and everyone will love you. Ah, uh, great Scott! <laughs> yeah, I get it. They go up and they ring the doorbell, and little Monica answers. 
Hi. Hey, Monica, I would like to present to you Sandy. She's my niece. She looks great. Ah! Come on in. She's hey. a weird speech impediment. Please ignore it. Oh, that, that's kind of mean. I'd like to introduce you to my dad. His name's uh, Thomas, and he will be chaperoning our party. Uh, hey, oh. uh, how's it uh, How's it going, kids? Um, oh, I, uh, hey. I hope you, Ooh, hey, hope you like Back to the Future. Ooh, oh, yeah. T oh, Thomas, Back to the Future gets me real excited. Oh, my God. I don't know. Really? <laughs> Sandy, oh, yeah. your aunt is hitting on my dad, and that's kind of weird. It is so weird. I wish I could just put her in a time machine and send her back to 1985. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's delightful. You kids, it is it is not weird. You guys need to have more self-esteem in yourselves. It's not weird, okay? You you go along and play. You know, just okay. just believe in yourself, kids. You know, it's this is uh this is yeah. this is how uh, chaperones uh, have fun. So you know, just All right. don't don't be such a judgmental. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez, exactly. Dad, you're embarrassing me. Sandy, let's go uh, grab some punch or something and and mingle. Ah, Sandy, stop shooting him bedroom eyes. Okay, okay, I'm coming. Oh, they're not bedroom eyes. They are bathroom. <laughs> bathroom in 15 minute size. Wink. <laughs> well, oh, that's um. Are you you're saying you need to use the the bathroom? It's actually around the corner. Oh. Um, uh, don't 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 worry Whoosh. about the jars of yellow liquid. That is my urine. Oh man. Um, just... <laughs> and now my hopes for the night have disappeared like a DeLorean into the past. Uh, we then we follow the little kids uh, into the room uh, downstairs. Uh, there's three little kids, and then there's uh, Bethany's uncle. We're not nervous. We're just all down here together. Okay? Hey, Uncle Kevin. It's me, Landy. <laughs> well. Well, uh, hello there. Landy, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Guess you went on the gonna. You went on a date with my mom. Yeah, I remember that. That was. Uh... Well, what did you, what did she did she say anything about it? What did she say about it? Did she say anything about she, it? Yeah, she said I should start calling you stepdaddy. Well, that is mighty presumptuous of her. Uh, you know what? You can go ahead and not do that. And um, <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna pretend that date never happened. All right. So uh, well, let's she's just. She's upstairs. If you want to talk to her. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk to her. Yeah, we'll uh, just. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go out in the backyard. Yep. Sure. That's good. Angie, why are you over in the corner? Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. You guys just made my chaperone leave the room. Yeah, so we could have punch time. <laughs> okay, give me some of that friggin' punch then. Oh, there's no need I've to already had, like, I've already had, like, all the punch that I can have. I'm done. <laughs> Bethany's drunk. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know who you are or who I am. But we're having a good time. Uh, hey, hey uh, kids, kids, kids. Uh, I'm. Uh, I noticed you guys were uh, drinking, uh, drinking some, some from uh, those jars in the in the bathroom. I just want to tell you not to do that. Um, 
and also, uh, I think your uncle, I, th I think it was your uncle that came in earlier. He, uh, he jumped over the fence in the backyard and I, I don't know if he's coming back. I just want to let you know that. I don't know if you'll need a ride home. Or... Oh, now well, anyway, I'm nervous. You, 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 you kids have fun. Um, I'm just going to head back over and, uh, a great hey, question, wait, by the way, kids. We're... What? Oh, what? For a second. You, you want you want a chaperone to stay with you? Um, that's, yeah, uh, we I, we just got unusual. some questions. Tonight's been really confusing, and we could need to clear the air. Uh, before anything else, I gotta say goodbye because my stepdaddy just ran away. So I'm gonna go find him. Uh, okay. All right. Well, bye -bye. it is dark outside, but uh, bye bye. Right, well, okay. Have have fun I have out a there. flashlight. I'll see okay, everyone. Bye right. now. Bye. Right. Um, Bye. She'll she'll probably never be seen again. I hope you know that was the last <laughs> thing you were ever going to say to her. Um. Anyway, okay, um. Landy. I'm here with your mom. Oh jeez. Oh. oh, hey children. Oh, don't you all look so adorable with your speech impediments? Oh. Well. Uh. <laughs> What, what what did you what did you need cleared up, kids? I guess uh, I, I know usually usually it's very uncool to be seen with us adults. So for you to be asking us to stay means you must really have something important. Um, Mister uh, Mister Monica, what? How do you know when you're really in love? Hmm. Oh, well, well, I can feel I can feel this one. Oh, you can go ahead, Mister Monica. You're no, no, no you're, I uh. I mean, I, I I personally believe that love is a fantasy created by the greeting card industry to sell merchandise, Whoa. but uh, it seems like you might have a more heartfelt answer. Yeah, I, I do have a more heartfelt uh, in comparison to your cynical, jaded view of the world. Look, right. you know you're in love when there is no line to the restroom and you can sneak on in there for 15 minutes. Keep in mind, what? you're also getting advice from the town whore. That's my aunt. <laughs> hey, um, it pays better than you think, kids. <laughs> Listen, every every well, town needs uh, needs a, needs needs one of the, needs someone like your aunt. You know, that's uh, that's just uh, that's just good city planning. You know. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we all we all kind of got together. We all, we all kind of got together tonight as a group of girls who love Back to the Future because Back to the Future is all about the power of love. And we thought maybe we could find that out tonight from you adults, but I don't know. It seems like it's really tough. Well, I don't know. It sounds like a curious thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you are saying, listen, this is the, this is the situation. We were raised in a world that was terrible. We became terrible people. And what we really needed when we were young was for some of our children to come back in time and set us straight. But this is the real world. That doesn't happen. We, we, we fade out to the backyard where we see two boys uh, hiding with their own mother. Uh, they were. They've been spying on the girls' slumber party. <laughs> oh, man. man, they don't even know we're here. Yeah, she's in there, man. I, I'm, 
I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her how I feel about it. I'll do it, mom. I don't know if you should do that just yet. Things, uh, we are hiding in their yard. That's weird. Mom, oh, what? come on. Oh, come on. Let Tony do it. Oh, yeah. Come, Let him in. Come, come on, Let Betsy. Tony tell boys, her how he boys feels. Will be, boys will be boys. Come on, Betsy. I mean, we can't, you know, we're, we're raising two young, two young men here, okay? And, uh, and, and, and this is what young men do when they're growing up. They have to have yeah, yeah. like this. All right, all right, all right. I guess we can do this, yeah. The boys run up to the back door and ring the doorbell and then run and hide in the bushes again. Don't let him see you, Tony. Don't let him see you. I never thought I'd be playing ding-dong ditch at this age. Uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. Monica sees uh, both the mothers hiding in the bushes because they're just bigger than the bushes are. <laughs> My God, there's two women hiding in our bushes. Wow, uh, this is reminds me of Vietnam. Yeah. All right, well, uh, uh, we're just—I don't know if I should pretend like they're not out there. Actually, you know what? Hey, g- hey, girls, girls, um, girls, come out here. Come out here real quick. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so there's a there's something special out in those bushes over there. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I think it might be what you're looking for. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. Oh, yes. Yes, I can oh, even looking for I... all this time. It's out there in those bushes. Uh, I can see Raymond's shoes underneath the bushes. Raymond, is that you? No! <laughs> oh, go out. Raymond, oh. Man up and get out there and talk to her. Oh, fine. Yeah. Guys, it's... Girls. Tony and me just, girls. you know, we were thinking that it was no harm if we just, you know, got our parents and hid uh, out in the in the yard to watch you guys for a bit. Oh, okay, well, was there any specific thing that you wanted to say to us? Like, I'm, you're making me nervous. Uh, Tony, I think this one's on you. Well, don't just well, one stand of you there. Needs, one of you needs to talk, boys. Uh, this is uh, this 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 is your moment. Okay. This, this this is what your teenage dreams are made of. Go go on. I believe Bethany, in you, Tony. Oh, Bethany, uh, I just wanted to say, I like it when you like wear a ponytail to school. Oh my God! Oh. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and as he says that, there's a portrait in Monica's house that currently only showed a picture of Monica and her dad, but then her older brother fades into existence. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <Or> it's, <laughs> it's, it's uh. So, something's something's happening here. Uh, this it's working. It's working. All right. Um. Hmm. But what? Uh, <laughs> Monica, why, why don't you try complimenting uh, 
complimenting the that that boy over there that uh, apparently <laughs> has the hots for you. Uh, you you wear like I love it that you don't tie your shoes. You just stuff the laces into the sides and push your foot through. <laughs> and right then, and uh, a a very old man fades into existence into the backyard. <laughs> Whoa, ah! It's oh. working. That that was weird. But <laughs> I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Same. We're all lost. I got a bit lost in the name, sorry. Yeah, we had a lot of characters. They learned the power of love. They learned the power of true love. Yeah, the hell of a party. Into existence. Yeah, you don't need money. You don't need fame. No. You don't need no credit card to ride this train. All right, so I'm, that's no. what we all say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's try for another one. Uh, let's get some suggestions. Kiss. Car show. Car show. Uh, Emoya oh. Jakarta. <laughs> let's get let's get a Wikipedia. And I'm gonna keep clicking it till I get one that we know. Ergus oh. Johan. <laughs> Brazil, Sam homophobia. Oh. So many names. Well, like, speaking speaking of Kiss and Car Show, have any of you ever seen one of those things? One of those like game things where like people have to like hit like put their lips on a car or a boat or something, and whoever's the last person to like oh. take yeah. their lips off wins the car or whatever. Like, yeah, I, think I saw the mirror. Married with Children episode of that. <laughs> Do those still Maybe. exist? I haven't I haven't heard about those types of contests in a long time. Yeah, when, when I was, I think the only time I actually saw one was when when I was a kid and I, I went to the mall and like there was a roped off area where some a bunch of people had their mouths on a boat and they had apparently been there already for like twenty hours or something oh. and like. <laughs> <laughs> That feels okay. like one of those, like, there was, like, a radio contest where someone just, you just had to drink as much, like, a gallon of water, I think, and, of course, like, a gallon of uh, water will kill you. It's it sounds like, one, like a mundane thing that actually, if you really, if you kind of push yourself to an extreme, it's, like, it could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think people have died from that, like, those, those radio show things. Not for sure. Is the, what like, is, like, called I, Don't... It was for what a way to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the like. Think, I don't know. Just, like the funeral for that. It would be nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris. Chris is here. Hey. Let's let's wait for him so he can be a part of the scene before we start. But yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that would the be ones. A, where you just have to keep yeah, touching be... it, like with your arm. I've never heard you have to kiss it. That makes it way worse. <laughs> More intimate. Hopefully, like your mouth was shorter. Hurt. You wanna... yeah. <laughs> there was there was another one uh, where uh, the people participating would ride on a roller coaster over and over again, and like the last person to say like they wanted to 
get off, you know, like, and people rode this roller coaster for days, just over and over again. <laughs> like, it was like one of those wooden roller coasters, too, where it was like really shaky and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> they just starved to death on there. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. Chris, we're discussing, do you remember those contests where, like, you just have to either, like, touch a car or, I don't yeah. know, the only one I can remember is touching a car, where if you're the last one to still be touching it, wins the car. Yeah, they had an episode of that 70s show about it, I think. Oh. <laughs> we only talked about Married with Children, but yes, it's in multiple <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> yeah. There's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation about it. What? It's been making, it's been making the rounds conceptually on the shows, for sure. We gotta, yeah. I think, I think data, data won Romulan, that one. Romulan Firebird. Pretty sure that popped up in Lord of the Rings, too. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> of Lost was about that. <laughs> That's what yeah. was so good. I was just talking to a guy about Lost. He had never watched any of the episodes. And I was trying to explain to him that, like, a plot for... I, I may be getting this wrong, but one of the plots for the entire season was that they had to enter these numbers and they didn't know what would happen if they didn't. And that was the entire season. Yeah. <laughs> I never really watched it. I didn't watch it either, yeah. But that's... Uh. That's, all, that's yeah. the whole season's plot line. It's wow. kind of like wow. it's kind of exactly. It's very similar to like you have to keep touching this car to win, it where is. they had to keep putting in these numbers, or <laughs> they didn't know what. Oh was. yeah, I do. Yeah, it like must see TV. I'm gonna watch it all now. <laughs> yeah. The, the, that that show up. had so many. That that show probably holds the record for how having so many setups, so many plot setups that were never like they would just keep <laughs> setting things up and like you'd be like oh man this is so intriguing and then like nothing and then in the end nothing oh. made sense like they just they just because like they just yep. they didn't have any idea where, where anything was going to go and then they had to like come up with some random like if i don't know if you've ever seen like i never really watched the show but like i did watch the finale just to see like what then like it made no sense like it just it was completely random plot points that just and they would just br- oh, introduce yeah. new characters and and yeah it was it was weird were they just trying to make a show that everybody would tune into at any cost without like the end in mind yep i'm pretty yeah. sure that was yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like it's it's okay to kind of plant some seeds where you i mean that's like what you do in improv too like you don't know where it's necessarily going to go but ultimately <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, they were not good in their third beat of their Herald. <laughs> LOL. That, that's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> they didn't know how to bring a smoke monster and a polar bear all together. <laughs> well, yeah. Because ultimately, yeah, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching a TED Talk with J.J. Abrams, and he had this, or maybe it wasn't a TED Talk, it was just like a talk, and he had this quote that I love where he said, no community is best served when only the elite have control, and I was like, oh, that's great, I like that, but like now now it's at the point where like he's in charge of Star Wars and Star Trek, or he was at one point, like yeah. movie-wise. Yeah. I was like, are uh, you talking about ah. the mystery box? 
Are you talking about the the mystery box TED talk? Where yes. Talk about the mis- Okay, yeah, I, yeah, it that is, it so is cool. a TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> Just the idea of the mystery box. But but, but I, I but I think it totally feeds into his hit like like what you see what happened in Lost because in that talk he ta- he's like, what's important is not what's in the mystery box. It's that there is a mystery box and it's mysterious yeah. and like. And like you never open the like, and he talks about how he has this like childhood mystery box that ha- apparently like you know he bought this thing not knowing what was in it, and he and like he's an adult now and he's never opened it and he's like I'm never gonna open it because that and it's like, but yeah I can see how that mindset can can turn into what Lost became where there's yeah. a bunch of mysteries and then like. <laughs> <laughs> The problem with that is that there's stuff that like totally pulls it off and reveals the mystery and it's awesome. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that would be I would so, like, I would cite I want to cite Indiana the first Indiana Jones as an example of exactly that. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty mind blowing. Not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No. I am unfamiliar with the majority of the film. <laughs> <laughs> they had aliens at one point. It was pretty. It was pretty. Um, it was something. You you had Indiana Jones hiding in the in a refrigerator or from a nuclear bomb. That was a. Uh, that was definitely part of the a movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Deedles. Bye. 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 We we open to a man uh, in. We open to a man in his house just filled with opened uh, Amazon boxes and there's random gizmos and gadgets laying around everywhere and his landlord is coming to check in on him for rent. Uh, what a oh, what a uh, what a sturdy door I have installed here on my tenant's home. Ah, uh, look, it's a, a bright red welcoming door. Oh no! All right, I'll give it a knock and wait patiently for my tenant. <laughs> Oh, there's a doorknob. I don't know, boy. (laughs) I am impatient now. I need to get inside. Oh, come on. Now I don't have all day. I have all the tenants. Another. Hey, what? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I've just just been. I, 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 I can't come to the door right now because if I take my hand off of this. Uh, this box, I, I, I'm, I'm, I won't win the prize. Huh. Hey, well, you, I've, I'm just, you know, I'm just coming to pay rent. You can, and of course, entertain yourself however you wish inside your own home. But I uh, just, uh, you do need to kind of let me on in here. Uh, well, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I can't take my what? head off of this. Listen to that dorm chime. What a lovely dorm chime has been installed <laughs> on your home. Anyway, we were discussing you letting me in. Okay, maybe you can come around the back. Come around I the don't back. really. I don't. 
I don't know if I got the time yeah. for that, quite frankly. Yeah. Just be careful. Don't don't step on any of the boxes. I you know I I couldn't answer the door all week, and all these boxes are piling up outside. But you know I can't I can't leave. You know the city here has a there's a you know a, a limit to the number of boxes that you can have in a private residence, right? I hope you're not violating any laws in there. Well, I'm I'm just thankful that nobody's stolen them yet. Normally, uh, you know, people uh, people would you got porch pirates everywhere, but you know, no, I wait, agree. This, somebody, this is a rough neighborhood. It sounded like someone came in the back door there. Yeah, I think I think somebody's in my house. I don't. I don't know who, I don't know what's, I, I, hello? Hey, Mike. I mean, I know you're my hey. landlord, but, I mean, I'm your landlord. I don't know <laughs> went into my house. Yeah, my, my, Mike, it's me, Dave, next door. Another one to your little, oh. I don't even know what to call this thing, a drone? It, like, walks around, and it just sauntered into my bathroom again. Oh, oh, yeah! I ordered that last week. I didn't even know it. I didn't know it already got here. <laughs> yeah, it, oh. it, it got here and it got into my apartment. Oh, it, it's one of those self-delivering drones that walks up to your doorstep, and I guess it got tired of waiting, and maybe it thought it should go into your house. I, I don't, I don't know. Mike, this isn't the first time this has happened this month. Oh, Dave, uh, I was just about to go over to your house and collect some rent as well. You know what? That's absolutely fine. In fact, I will let you in immediately, and I won't pull oh. any weird Amazon stunts. Ah. Oh, well, then I could saunter right on over there right now. Yeah, let's Off do. That's a, that's a Dave guarantee. Off I go. Let's slam the door behind us. <laughs> I was never inside, but okay. That's <laughs> <Not> me. <laughs> we uh, see them enter uh, Dave's <laughs> apartment, and there's just all these uh, <laughs> unopened uh, egg cartridges, egg cartons. Ah. Uh, uh. Oh, I see you decide you uh, keep some of your eggs and cartridges. What an interesting choice. <laughs> uh, is that what they're called, cartridges? Okay, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I just keep them out here in the open. Don't worry, I didn't get it from Amazon. I locally oh, okay. source. Uh, can I? Oh, uh oh, like somebody came in your back door. Dave? <laughs> oh, hey. Dave. And what hey, Dave, one of your chickens sauntered into my bathroom. Oh. And I, it's just getting really old. Oh, boy. I am so sorry. Here, let me take that off of your hands. Let me oh. put on my falconer's gauntlet first. Because I, 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 I like to get close to the birds. It doesn't oh. have talons yet. You don't even got to worry about that. I, I'm training it for when it does have talons, so it'll know where to go. Oh, Gus, hey, I hey was landlord. About, yeah, hey. Gus, I was about to walk over to your house and collect your rent. You know, that's perfectly fine with me. There's no bird shenanigans in my place. Ooh. You don't even have to worry about that. I never. Wonderful. I love okay. picking up rent from a non-shenanigan house. All right, <laughs> let's walk through our conjoining walls to the next apartment <laughs> that someone else can describe. 
Okay. What a lovely door uh, that was. That just closed. Uh, the, in, inside this apartment is a uh, there. There is a uh, a one of those sunken floor um, areas with a hot tub, and uh, the owner or the uh, t- tenant of this apartment is uh, sitting inside. Hey, I ran over to the hot tub and I jumped in before you came in. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm not sure that you can uh, install a hot tub in your in your home like this. The city has a limit on hot tubs, which is zero. What do you mean? I got I got I got a lot of bathing suits I like to test out when when I uh, get them. So I, I I figured installing a hot tub's the easiest way. There's just cartridges and cartridges of bathing suits lying all around here. <laughs> Come on. Don't look around all the time. I just want to pay you rent, man. <laughs> oh, I, uh, uh, I, I see you also have cartridges of uh, rent payment money stacked as well, which, which is, could be, oh, looks like someone came in through your uh, back door. I hate these conjoining walls. <laughs> Careful not to step in the hot tub. It's not up to code. Hello? Did somebody come in? Oh. What? Uh, Perhaps it's drafty? (laughs) I wish you'd fix that. Uh, One one of the, uh, one of the, uh, the, like, drone robot things comes in through the back door. (laughs) Riding on a chicken. Oh my goodness! Oh, I have come, I have come to deliver a message from the first apartment. Okay. I, there, there has there has been a leak from the hot tub into the other apartments. It is shorting my circuits. Oh, that's not up to code at all. Well. There's no time for me to grab your rent. I'll have to go back to that first apartment. <laughs> he runs back over to the first apartment where Britt, the horrible officer Nistler, is waiting for <laughs> is waiting for uh, the landlord and the original guy who opened oh. Amazon boxes. So you didn't think I'd find out about this little hot tub code violation, did you? Brit, I didn't even know about it. Don't even be so horrible. You're telling what? me you don't lord over your land enough to oh. know what's happening inside every single one of your units? I try. I try to command my subjects and issue them edicts, <laughs> but they just do whatever they want. That's it. I'm going to need you to come down to the <laughs> landlord guild office. I promise oh. you no shenanigans will happen while we're there. Oh. Well, we cut forward to Britt, the horrible officer, uh, throwing uh, the landlord to his knees in front of the Council of Landlords. Council, I bring before you an offender, and I am sorry for cutting you off. I will no. debase myself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. I, I appreciate that. I do love the door you have here on this council. <laughs> so silent subject. Everything's up to the code. Why are you still talking? 
We are the lords of the lords. The lord lords, as it were. Lord lords. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I tried to apply to become one of you earlier, but instead I applied and went to college. You are Maybe because you didn't pass the test. Oh. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Explain the test, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. Oh. If you're still there, Danny, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> yes, Danny, Lord, Lord, Lord. This is I, Daddy Lord, Lord, Lord. Hello. Oh. Let me explain oh. to you the rules of this test. There is a box, and you must keep your hands on it at all times. You cannot remove your hand from the box, even to answer the door for your landlord, and if you do, we will follow you with a drone, who is not saying that it's a drone to follow you for this purpose. We see, we see this whole time that the original tenant is still there holding his box, and its timer runs out, and it goes, ding! Your test has been passed. And a, ch- and a rooster crows. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm the landlord now. Now I own this apartment complex. All I had to do was put my hand on this box for 30 days straight. That's the real test of a man. Oh. What well, say you, old landlord? Oh, uh, uh, um, is, uh, so, um, isn't there a, like, uh, the city, I believe, has a code for the number of box tests that you can run uh, per month? <laughs> I am the I city. Hate... Oh. And scene. <laughs> All right, that was good. That was a good way to bring it all back around. That was fun. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I had some mic, I had some mic issues, um, but uh, I didn't want to disrupt the scene at all, so I just muted myself for most of that. That was perfect. Good way to we found our good third act, unlike JJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. R.I.P. Abrams. <laughs> yeah. All right. Own tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> we are about five minutes from being done. Let's uh, what compliments, what kudos do we have for each other tonight before we all sign off? I have some written you know, down. Well, as the new guy, I'll start. Uh, I just want to say uh, this has been really fun, and uh, because of like the whole social distancing thing, I've been like craving this kind of thing. So I really appreciate. Uh, Ebone Capone for making this app and all you guys hey. for being so cool on it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. These yeah. are these are some of the ro- uh, regulars, the royal regulars. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we jam pretty much every Saturday and Monday. Saturdays at five, I believe. Uh, Chris is gonna host the one this Saturday, if I'm in- not correct, Chris. You say Thursday? Saturday? Is that spoken? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, if it's Thursday, I can do Thursday. I thought it was Saturday. I can do Thursday. Whatever you want. Whoa, wait a minute. If I go Thursday, what happens Saturday? I don't know. <laughs> somebody else would have to do Saturday. Did, did somebody, wait. I don't even, did anybody even say Thursday? I didn't, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said Thursday. I did not. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> 
That was the most Thursday-sounding Saturday I've ever heard. <laughs> so Thursday. So Thursday. This Thursday. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for giving it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You were excellent tonight. I have written down for you uh, my favorite line of yours in the rap was, everybody knows I'm a pretzel man. Yeah. <laughs> you just had yeah, to bring I was trying up to, <laughs> I was trying to draw it into stenciling because uh, I wanted to, I decided way ahead of time I wanted to end on um, whatever, um, I forget what I did now. But I had like a clear idea for that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just like that in general. Um, and I also have written down for all of the other wraps, um, uh, Mesh. You your first one was when you were DJ Adidas. You made people cover their Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who was DJ Drool? Are they gone? Maybe that was Brandon. I think, well, uh, yeah, I pa- I think I passed that I that off to whoever uh, was after me, so I don't. I was well, after D- Mesh. <laughs> whoever was me, DJ but... Drool uh, said that if you don't do something for them, they will make you drink pee. At one point, Mesh as DJ Blue. Uh, it's not because you're sad, it's because you're appalling. <laughs> uh, Steve, you did a really good rhyme with uh, guidelines to people on the sidelines. You always, su- uh, you always yeah. surprise me with your rap skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> when, what is, uh, Own it. Danny, what did you name Deedles when she said you were her dad? But she doesn't like your naming game. You gave her like a really strange uh, name. Yeah, it was like it was ridiculous and almost unlike like it was. It would be so hard like to go with that <laughs> further. So I, I thought about that too. I was like, ooh. <laughs> it was like it, it, it sounded like Pavlov or something. I don't know. It, it was like yeah, it was like it was like yeah. It, it had a lot of syllables. <laughs> <laughs> and she just ignored it and said she doesn't like her dad. <laughs> that's that's uh, the way to go. Yeah, I really liked the first uh, scene, the Willy Wonka-ish story. Uh, that was fun. Uh, Ranchy Jerry was an excellent discovery on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Steve just had to keep bringing up how many writing utensils we had. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, and the uh, the dad, I re- I feel like I really ca- caught you off guard, reminding you that uh, Steve was also your son. Yeah. <laughs> <Mesh>. yeah. <laughs> what about <Yeah>. Damien? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fun. Um, and then the little kid scene. Um, we we just had a lot of characters. I'm glad we were all okay with making new people and having it all back to the future themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like we had all these, ki- we had all these girls and their chaperones and we had some boys and their chaperones and like, a lot of names. It all worked. Mm. Yeah. 
And then what did we just end with? Uh, I like, yeah, the, the heightening of all this landlord just continually going into different apartments was good stuff. <laughs> um, Chris, way to jump in and join our last scene. Always great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great stuff tonight, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Good time. Good time. All right. Um, so what do you what do you think, Chris? You are you able to do Saturday? If you uh, don't, yeah. no pressure. Yeah, yeah. Five o'clock. Five o'clock Eastern. All right. You send. Let me know when you make the event this time, and I'll I'll put it on the homepage. Yeah. I'll do it. Very simple to do. All right. Cool. Cool. See you guys Saturday. Bye. Right. See you guys. Bye.